Why didn't you tell me? You told me Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. So what I told you was true, from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Welcome, everyone, from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode 503, Podcasting on Star Wars. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Carl LeClaire, and Jason has to be away yet again this week, but fear not, faithful Larians, I am joined by none other than my buddy and yours, the infamous Greg Ion Cannon Cass. Hey, Greg, and I think I used infamous wrong again. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) To an English professor of all people, too. (laughs) Start the show as embarrassed as you can, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) So excited to be here. Sorry not to have, uh, you know, Jason here with us as well, but uh, great to be here. You've expanded since I've been here. Man, that 500th episode budget, you've expanded the Wampus Lair Studios. I see a a wet bar. I see a full collectible room and and some kind of willow shrine. Uh, Excellent, excellent stuff. Oh, Greg, thank I just yeah. So everybody, I just want to let every fo- everybody know in case you're a regular listener. Of course, uh, Jason was away last week, um, and uh, this week we were all set to record a really fun episode. And he had some emergency come up at work. Had to message me this morning. And I wanted to get something out, mainly because today is also Star Wars Podcast Day, uh, and we really wanted to get something out in in regard to that. So uh, really appreciate Greg. I texted him as soon as I hung up with Jason, essentially, and said, hey, how would you like to fill in? And I actually saw this as a really great opportunity on Star Wars Podcast Day. Greg, you have now been part of, as a host, a Star Wars podcast for quite a while now. You've been on, a, you've been on so many podcasts. You listen to so many podcasts. So I thought it'd be fun on podcast day to kind of talk a little bit about how Star Wars podcasts themselves, both doing them and listening, uh, has affected the way we look at Star Wars, because I, I think there's a lot to be said about that. I, I think definitely it's a huge part of my fandom, and I'm really excited to do it. But before we get going, yes. I want to continue to embarrass you by noting that last week's episode uh, on Willow was fantastic. Oh. And I fear some of your <laughs> listeners might have skipped it because they haven't watched Willow yet. And while it is a spoiler discussion, it's really a good show. And you and Brian had a great time. And it was you know, the perfect example of what we're talking about tonight, where I'm like, oh, I know, well, I know Carl in real life. I know Brian through uh, social media. Oh my God, they're like best friends now. And it's really great <laughs> to hear. And, and you celebrated that show. So I, I understand if people skip the Willow episode in their feed, but they should go back, catch up on the show, and then listen to it because it was a great episode you're far too kind greg thank you i i, I was so lucky to have brian last week I, he was 
he honestly he reminds me of you a lot in a way greg in the what you bring to the podcast world i mean you both have really deep insights that are so profoundly different from my own not that you two have the same type of insights but you both have very profound insights uh so it was just great to have him on there so many things he was sharing about willow i just never saw it from that angle and i think that's that's what brian also perfectly and beautifully does with his show serving pink milk um as you noted before we even started recording so well and and just a congrats in case they're listening that they became canon this week in a a comic issue Uh, i won't spoil the details of it but uh it was definitely clear they were the inspiration and pink milk is now canonical and that's just Fantastic. Well-deserved <laughs> honor. That's way better than your invitations to a premiere or an early review copy of a book or a video game. They're canon now. That's yeah, forever. It is really cool. When we finished recording last week, he was he was telling me about it because he said, oh, the comic comes out tomorrow and I'm so excited. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think the author of the comic reached out to him to let him know he, he shared with me, which I think is so cool. So they're so well seen by by Star Wars creators right now, which I just think is really great. Um, But anyway, enough uh, enough of all of all our high praises. Um, Before we dive into the discussion, Greg, uh, I just want to, of course, point out that like we talked about right at the beginning of the show, today is Star Wars podcast day. And of course, I'll be getting this out very late on Star Wars podcast day, but it shall be (laughs) done on time. Um, For those of you wondering what is Star Wars podcast day? Uh, it's in honor of what t- today would be the 24th anniversary of the very first episode of Jedi Talk, which was released on February 7th, 1999. If you tuned in for our 500th episode, we were joined by Daniel from the Star Wars Now This Is podcasting. And Daniel has been kind of pioneering in, in the last few years this Star Wars podcast day, and he's connected it explicitly to that very first Star Wars podcast ever recorded all the way back in 1999. Um, so yeah, that is, that's what today is all about. I know several other shows got things out today as well. Um, and, uh, really, really excited to have you on to have kind of this meta conversation around star Wars podcast on podcasting day. Um, but I'd love to kick it off with you, Greg, because from the, just the side of, uh, you take in so many star Wars podcasts, <laughs> how has that been, uh, had, had an effect on your, on your fandom? Um, it's it's really been interesting to to reflect on it a little bit today because I was I was thinking back to some of the first podcasts I listened to and some of um you know uh the shows that have meant a lot to me over the years and at this point it's just staggering to know how long it has been uh I mean uh, uh my very first podcast was not a Star Wars podcast it was a Lost podcast which uh because that's how long ago it was it was like at the height of Lost Fever and I really wanted to hear theories about the show I think even in like the second season so I want to say I started listening to podcasts around like 2006 2007 um, and then I soon after got into Star Wars podcasting and tried out a few different shows and, and you know, just it grew from there. And like you said, I, I listened to a incredibly unhealthy number of Star Wars podcasts <laughs> each week. Um, I was texting with our friend Ben earlier and I was like, well, I've started limiting myself to only three Bad Batch recaps per Bad Batch episode. <laughs> and I just cycle through who I listen to because there's so many good ones and it's like, you know, it's a half-hour cartoon. I don't need, you know, to listen to 10 hours of content uh, about it. But uh, there's there's a lot of great stuff uh, being created in that space. So um, it 
does, if we think about that time frame, it really kept me alive in the lead up to Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously right before Force Awakens, I met you, got to know uh, a podcaster in real life. You know, you have those parasocial relationships where you think you're the friends with the people you listen to all the time, <laughs> even though they're strangers. And then that blurred the line further because I became good friends with you. And then it's like, wait, now I am friends with that one. And, and he will mention me from time to time. Why don't the other ones do that? Um, and, uh, and then really from the sequel era on, it's just been a, a thrilling part of fandom um for me and and really kept me alive um for it so um i know you know you've rehashed your timeline lately a lot with your 500th episode and all that but for you how does being a podcast host fit fit into your history as a star wars fan it's it's funny because as i was trying to sit down and, and and reflect on this today um what really kind of struck me is that being a podcaster has become a third of my star Wars experience now, um, mm. which is just cr- crazy to think about uh, over a third of my star Wars experience. <laughs> um, and I, I, I think the, the best thing about it that I really enjoy with doing a podcast is just that intentionality of every week, having a space to talk about star Wars. Um, mm. I, it's it's kind of basic, but uh, it's it's really the truth. I think um, having this opportunity every single week to sit down with a friend, sometimes multiple, sometimes multiple friends, and just talk about something I'm thinking about with Star Wars. Um, it just it brings Star Wars to the forefront of your brain in a very different way. I would say before I started doing the podcast, which was also several years before the Disney era. Um, Star Wars was always a part of my life. It was always like my favorite thing to interact with, even still read the books, listen to the music, but I didn't really have anyone to share it with. And now with this podcast, I've got a regular person every week to share it with. And then this growing community of folks to, to share it with too. So Star Wars is just, it just sits in the front of my brain now, whereas it's almost like it was always permeating the brain. Now it's just like this mm. central location where it's, it's, it's this constant lens through which I, I experience life now. Um, so Star Wars is just, it's just always there now in a, in a very different way because you're also thinking about what can I create with this and put out there? Um, you know, and a little bit later on, I'll talk about the, the kind of double-edged sword of that because um, there's, there's also some parts of doing a Star Wars podcast that can be taxing. Um, but I think that – but the joyful part is it's, it's an opportunity all the time to just regularly come back to a place to be like, all right, let's talk and analyze Star Wars. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> well and and i know you saw my my notes for this and one of the things i said when i think about star wars podcasting is i really think about um the kind of find your tribe motif and obviously that's front front of mind to steal your words uh with bad batch this week um but you know it's it's a part of solo right what what's Mm. the difference uh between tribe and family and you know i think uh a lot of us fans have struggled in this modern era because Star Wars became for everyone, like everyone, everyone. And, mm-hmm. you know, there were a lot of jokes at the time when Target sold the red Millennium Falcon <laughs> T-shirt. And it was suddenly like you saw that everywhere because it was 
Star Wars went from being this little niche thing to to everyone. And, you know, by and large, that's absolutely wonderful. The amount of people in fandom is so exciting. The different types of people in fandom is so exciting. But it was a real difference, right? For those of us that grew up in the era where we maybe had, I know in your case, a cousin who you could talk to about Mm -hmm. it, but that was all, right? A couple friends at school, in my case, and we were the weirdos at the, the nerdy table in the cafeteria, right? And so I think as we kind of transition over into this kind of modern Disney era where there are just so many more fans, I think podcasting has become a way to kind of find your piece of that fandom. And it's not necessarily people exactly like you, but who thinks about Star Wars in similar ways or who asks the same questions as a part of that. Um, and that's that's become really important to me. And, you know, I know you and I both will give a show a try, listen to two or three, and then it's like, yeah, these aren't these aren't my tribe. They're mm. they're a perfectly respectable tribe. They, you know, love Star Wars the way they do, but that's not mine and, you know, I'm I'm gonna not worry about that. Um so so that to me has been a huge part of kind of the last especially from the pandemic on is is kind of finding your piece of fandom in that regard. Yeah, I, I'll I'm gonna just kind of build right off that and, and, and echo it with just Carl words, I guess. Um, but uh, for sure, it's it's definitely one of the big things is the way that pod, podcasting has helped build a Star Wars community for me. Um, you know, I think of obviously the first person I'll always think of is Jason because that's who I started it with. Um, and I think of, you know, Joe Hogan in the early days, you know, I barely knew Joe. I just, I met him the same weekend I met Jason and I knew he was a star Wars artist and we needed someone to make a logo. So I just said, Hey, I, I met you at fan days. Could you do this thing? And now Joe and I are best of friends. Uh, I mean, it, it's incredible. And actually just the other day, Joe and I were just watching a movie over discord together and I don't, it kind of morbid, but it weirdly came up like, wow, what will it be like when George passes, right? Like how will Star Wars fans respond to the eventual passing of George Lucas? Um, sorry to being so morbid, but, but, <laughs> but what we kind of immediately launched into though, was just this, this adoration of the world he built for us. And he was just like, you know, if it wasn't for George Lucas, I wouldn't know you. Um, and that's just right. Like, just think of that for a second. If there was no George Lucas, um, Anybody listening to the show, I'm sure there you can at least think of three people right now that you wouldn't know, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, and I think that podcasting has just launched that into a whole new stratosphere for me, uh, because like you, you know, indicated growing up, I pretty much just had my two cousins to enjoy it with. And that was really it, because like you growing up in the dark times of the 90s fandom, um, it was this thing you kind of had to keep quiet uh, or else you could, you know, you get picked on for it. Um so as a kind of finally, it wasn't until college that I actually had friends that liked Star Wars. Um, and, and that was great. But then when I started the show early on, just all the other podcasters that we worked with by joining the Star Wars report and, you know, the Blantons and uh, Mark Hurlam and all these wonderful people. Um, and, and then from that, just the folks that even listen to it, especially now that the people that just send really nice messages and, clearly enjoy star Wars in the same way that I do. You know, uh, it, it, it's very clear what kind of star Wars Jason and I love if you've been with the show for a while. And actually, uh, a, a new member of my star Wars fan, fan friendship is of course your good friend, Jen Subchak Chai. And she 
just she's always so generous in left up uplifting Star Wars creators. But today she like she kind of just like highlighted some Star Wars podcasts on her on her social media to and said what it was about them that made them unique. I just what a what a kind hearted person she is. Um and, no, disagree. She's yeah. terrible. And I know she's listening right now. She's horrible. And and I maybe I'm going to see her in person next week. I'm just going to slug her. So, no, of course, she's the best. Yeah, she's and 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 that's really what, like so now it, what's cool is been doing this so long that people know what kind of Star Wars I enjoy and the people that reach out to me to share similar loves of what's going on. It's it's been so great and so many of these folks, I wish I could see in person more regularly. Um, but I will say, I mean, meeting you that day in the Toys R Us line was so wonderful because we finally have a, a small chapter of Star Wars friends right here in Boston, which was something I'd wanted for years and finally have it. It's 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 wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and, you know, the tacky way to say is that you've established a brand and, you know, that's mm. not your intention. You're not trying to do that in the way that, you know, an influencer is, but it's true and people know oh this is you know there's going to be some faith discussion there's going to be a lot of uh, as jen said prequel trilogy love <laughs> right like and but that matters to people because if they love the prequels and the phantom menace and they tune into one of these shows where somebody just you know makes fun of it for 20 minutes because they never got over the fact it wasn't made for them then that hurts like it really does when you spend time with a host or something like that so i i think it is true that that's the beauty of what podcasting has given us, given us, and you know, proliferation of them. Just the number of them is insane these days. As your, uh, as Daniel was was expressing, um, I don't know how he keeps track of all that he does, <laughs> but um, the beauty of that is that there is something for everyone. And and you know, uh, I was celebrating with you when you hit your 500th episode, and I saw Daniel will post like this. These people have been doing this for eight years i'm like never heard of them yeah. like ne- and and that's not to belittle them it's sure. just like it's so big that they can have a huge community and a very successful patreon and all that it just never comes across you know to the other parts of fandom so i think it is so much different than your early days but it, it can be a real strength that that we do get you know these these really small communities that mm. that are so focused on some of that and you know i alluded to this um well, actually, let me let me pick up your point about you know sadly that George will pass away someday. I just read the uh, this great book I stumbled upon at, at my wife's bookstore on Princess Leia. It's mm. called Our Rebel Queen, and it's it's a scholarly book about Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia, and it really talked about when she died and how the immediate response was so inspiring. And so when you ask that question, I'm like, yeah, I think it'll be the same thing again. I, like you noted with Joe, it's like, we're going to celebrate our connection and our communities. Um, that's what Leia meant. And it's also what Carrie meant in a different way. And, you know, her death coinciding with the the kind of women's marches and, and some of those, it's like, it became this incredibly potent rallying cry for people to say, yeah, I'm in the rebellion. <laughs> and I always have been, and I've loved it longer than, you know, uh, than anybody else or, or, you know, than a lot of these other people who jo- joined in. So it's, it's, I think it's only going to be that. And that's an inspiring part that we have this vibrant fan community that expresses itself through podcasts and such. Yeah. Uh, brilliantly said, <laughs> um, as always, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, I think, well, I, so I'm, I'll take a moment just to 
I want to mention that double-edged side of Star Wars podcasting um, because it's funny. I noticed this because, like you said, you, you shared your notes with me a little bit earlier today. And one of the things you put, uh, I used your language, but I was like, wow, I see it in a totally different way. Um, <laughs> and and I, that, I want to start with mine because then we'll, we'll, we'll end with the, the – I don't not – not that I'm being negative here, but your more positive outlook. To me, it's sometimes what I find exhausting is keeping up. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I think for for you, and I'm not going to speak for you, but I just from what I know of you, I know that there's an excitement in that for you. Like it's almost like a like in the same way that you're a collector and enjoy the hunt of, of finding things. I think there's an enjoyment for you in keeping up and and taking up all the new knowledge and stories that are constantly coming out. Um, I used to I used to be there. It's just so much now that I not all the time, but sometimes it can just feel daunting. And when there's all these things coming out and coming out and coming out and you and you know that you have a Star Wars podcast and I can only speak for myself. Sometimes you feel this obligation to talk about something, even if you're not really excited about it or you haven't gotten to it yet because life is just really busy. Um, You know, uh, it's funny because I know now uh, among Star Wars podcasters that I know, and even whether personally or or just tangentially through the community or listening, um, a lot of folks really do a good job of keeping up on things. They love to you know be on top of every little thing that comes out as it comes out. Um, and I'm just like, wow, that's like even just thinking about it, it's like I need a nap. Um, so, and it's in. You know, just in, again, speaking for myself, sometimes when I see that and, and I don't feel that same level of excitement or enthusiasm, I sometimes feel like I'm a bad Star Wars fan. And it's not because anybody's telling me that I am, right? It's it's clearly me naming something for myself that's probably not true. But, right, I think as a podcaster, sometimes that – for something that's literally just a hobby and just for fun, mm. I still feel this obligation to still – try to keep up. Um, and just sometimes that being in that race, I, I get a little tired. I've never been good at cardio, Greg. So, um, <laughs> so sometimes I just get a little tired. Um, and I just go back to empire strikes back or attack the clones and do my curls over there in the corner. So, you know, um, but yeah, well, what you're expressing, I think I'm, I'm not going to speak for any specific shows, but I think a lot of shows felt that about their covering willow, um, mm. is that it's like, Number one, it came in the busy time of the year. It was like Thanksgiving over the holidays yeah. when so many people are trying to take a break from podcasting. And so many, you know, got the same special treatment from Lucasfilm. And it's like, yeah, but like I'm a Star Wars show. Do I do I cover Willow? Do I not yeah. cover Willow? And And they all made their own choices. But I feel like you could hear that like I don't have enough time to keep up with every piece of it. Uh, and yet i'm i'm falling behind yeah well and and i think that is absolutely you're pointing out a difference between having to cover it and just getting to enjoy it mm-hmm. right so yeah. my kind of love of i i love having as i as i wrote in my notes a reason to consume and keep up and i would first of all say that for comics because mm-hmm. i was not a regular comics um reader like i didn't buy the monthly issues until um, Marvel reset um, whatever that was like 2015 uh, and did new issue number ones and got the license and, and started it over 
And um, I have I have books from before that, but that that was when I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep up with comics and I'm gonna follow them all. And I would have given it up if it weren't for uh, a few different podcasts. Uh, at the time, Comics with Kenobi, they're now Star Wars Splash Page, and it's like I know on Wednesday I can get the new books and then I can listen to their episode talking through them and analyzing them in the afternoon, and that's really fun and that's a great mm-hmm. way to consume. Um, and so my you know central part of fandom has always been books and comics and so that you know there it's always great to hear a round of shows about whatever the new hardcover is or um you know there's so many high republic shows um which is is great and people are really excited about that initiative but um it is funny that you know if you fall behind and you miss that like week or two when everybody's doing their shows and I feel like, well, should I even bother reading this? Like, is anybody still <laughs> yeah. talking about this? Which is silly, but it, it is that that feeling of I've I've fallen behind and now nobody uh, cares anymore, or or like my life isn't noticeably worse for not reading it. Um, the shows, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, we are all adjusting to this world where we have near constant Star Wars product being out there, and I think um, you know, I if I weren't recording a show every week about bad batch i think i'd probably personally let bad batch stack up to like three or four and then binge the the group of them um that's kind of how i've always been with star wars animation it's not my favorite part of fandom um and and then talk to me in march when i think uh bad batch and mandalorian overlap for three weeks so it's going to be overwhelming i think but but it is it is a important part of my podcast consumption it's like i like having the group to talk through the book having the questions i get to answer uh you know dan z often has an interview with the author that he drops that week and it's like i want to have read some of that even though it's usually spoiler free and so on so um but that's that's a fun part of it and also something i get to pick and choose from whereas i know the second you all skip something somebody says like well what you didn't like blank or (laughs) you didn't think of blank was good enough or something like that yeah, luckily nobody cares enough about us to at least give us that kind of grief. Um, I just give it to myself. So, <laughs> um, uh, but that uh, just hearing you talk that through, Greg. I mean, just uh, in case any of you are, rel- if you're new or you've never been on a w- episode with Greg, I mean, of course you are a literature professor at a college and you have a PhD in American lit studies, right? Um, yeah, you're there. And uh, so, just like listening to the way you describe your consumption. It's just very li- literary. I mean, and very and a very analysis heavy. I mean, you just you still sound like a lifelong a PhD student. <laughs> so you know, it, yeah, you're it's, right. It's, I, I want to read the book and then go to the class and talk our way through it. Yeah, maybe it's just me talking back to the speakers in my car as somebody else talks about it. But but yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, it probably obviously very obvious to you, but yeah, it, a new keen appreciation I have for the way you take those in. Uh, it's just it's so cool. That's the way you celebrate. Star Wars. So that's really awesome. Um, I, and I, I think the, 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 the last thing, kind of the biggest thing I really wanted to mention is how podcasting just deepens my love of Star Wars. Um, and, you know, not to, to beat a dead tauntaun here, but um, it's just that, that, that sensibility that, like I said earlier, Star Wars is kind of always at the forefront of my mind. I'm always thinking about it in new ways. Um, and as I also talked about every, every time something new comes into my mind that I want to talk about, um, I've got a friend who wants to talk about it with me each week. 
uh, and uh, I'll share a little quick look behind the curtains of 503 episodes. I, I would say at least 485 <laughs> of them have been my ideas. And I don't say that as a slam on Jason or anything. I say it more as uh, a great a graciousness towards Jason that he lets me just do kind of whatever I want. Um, and also, uh, I'm really fortunate to have a, a, a co-host who's any random thing about Star Wars that I'm excited about. Jason be like, sure, I'll talk about it. Uh, it it's pretty nice. Um, very, very lucky to have that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, doing something with anybody for 11 years, you you get to know each other in a very different way. I mean, Jason and I know each other through Star Wars very, very well. So I think even all these years, too, I think we think about it in a lot of similar ways. So coming up with topics, <laughs> I often know Jason's going to be excited about them anyway. Um, but just that the way I see it is it's for me, it's this invitation to always be thinking about, uh, you know, as you indicated earlier, um, because of what I do for a living, what, what matters a lot to me in my own life is, you know, being, being a college chaplain, being a person of, of, of faith and, and, um, always trying to find ways to inter interlace star Wars with that is always really fun. So that's the way I often approach star Wars. I think of it as this, this grand myth and, uh, I get a I get an opportunity every week to to pour over those sacred texts again, you know, um, you know, for you, you mentioned that comics and, and, and books and the novels are kind of your primary uh, way of taking in Star Wars. It's always been the movies for me. Um, and, and, you know, not not trying to be like that that annoying fan boy here, but for just the one through six, just like those six movies, especially are just still like something special to me. Um, not saying that anything after that is not good, um, but there's just something special about those original six movies that I, I can still pour over them multiple times in a year, all these years later. Um, and then getting to do this podcast, it's, it's, it's this opportunity to think about them always from new angles, always new point of views. Um, and, uh, and, and I remember even kind of towards the middle of our podcasting journey about, you know, four to five years in, we, we were getting a lot of really nice messages from folks who were like, Hey, we really appreciate how fun you are. You know, I listen to you while I'm studying at college or like, while I'm driving to work and you know, your, your takes on star Wars are always fun. And, um, it just makes my day a little bit easier. So something else that really matters to me when I think about star Wars and thinking about analyzing star Wars is I try honestly to, <laughs> To, to do something that when you for folks that listen to the show, it's hopefully an enjoyable experience. And sometimes also it could be something that might offer some insight into life or um, I'm very I'm very about making myself vulnerable from time to time and, and, and sharing how Star Wars has had a personal impact. And I think it's an invitation to others to think about how Star Wars can tell them truths about their own life. Um, I purposely use the word like sacred texts on purpose. I mean that with the weight of what that means. Cause I, that's how I think a lot of us see star Wars, whether you're a religious person or not, there's something in these stories. There's something in this myth that informs how we want to be as a human person. Um, and, uh, I, I really try to bring that to bear and, and, and think about star Wars through that lens as often as I can. Um, and when all else fails, I've got top five lists. We love doing top five lists. Uh, it's, it's always uh, it's, a top five. It's always a top five. Um, so, the, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'll just pick pick up that as well. And, you know, that's 
if I looked at the number of hours I'd spend listening to Star Wars podcasts, I'm sure I'd be horrified <laughs> by how, <laughs> how much time I've spent on it. But what keeps me coming back so often is that way we get to deep dive into things. You know, I've listened to podcast episodes at, um, well, I, I always think of David Collins putting the music back into Empire Strikes Back that was edited out of the Echo Base sequence. And it's like, what a weird thing that I devoured because it was so incredible to listen to. But like, yeah, so a guy had the soundtrack and he put the music edited back. It's just crazy to think about. <laughs> or uh, uh, the feet on the costumes of different aliens in Jabba's palace, uh, things like that. And like, you know, if it's a, a, a mythology thing or a behind the scenes thing, I'm I'm equally interested and I want to know all about walking through that and hearing you know, somebody share their passion about that thing. And, you know, when we talked about the kind of find your tribe, I I think I find the people whose fandom is like mine or adjacent to mine. So, mm-hmm. like, I love listening to you and, and Jason go through something about Attack of the Clones, which will never be near the top of my Star Wars favorite <laughs> list. But I hear people just love it and talk about the things that matter to them in it, and that's meaningful to me. And, you know, I, I smile and laugh or I grumble and be like, that's not right. But that's, <laughs> like, part of the joy is is whatever you're listening to is getting to kind of – through your own fandom and your own uh, ways like that. And I also, you know, that maybe applies more when I hear some podcast host I really love who just strongly disagrees with me. Like, I love that challenge. And I'm like, no, 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 like that, like you're reading it wrong or, you know, that's not fair, but that's how I react. And and the ways in which I spend time kind of feeling myself get that challenge and, and growing and changing my appreciation from the challenge. Um, you know, I... I recently listened to a, uh, a full of Sith where they were t- celebrating five years of Last Jedi and kind of the journey we've been on with that movie over five mm. years is, is incredible and was listening, you know, afresh to, you know, these are the criticisms and, you know, it's Brian Young. So he was tearing every one of them apart because he's a huge Last Jedi fan. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's it's great to be challenged by that. And if I love this thing, how do I respond to that or how do I think about that? And, you know, I had on my list this this separate one that just is, is the silliest thing. But if finding your tribe is like a one-sided thing, like finding the other fans who are like you and engaging, the absolute best part of any of these podcasts we've talked about or participated in is finding the community and building the community of people out of that. Um, you know, I have... Uh, hooked into this network of people that is just incredible. And and of course I'm happy that that includes you and our local friends in person, but my experience at this last celebration was entirely different because I spent my time finding and talking to all these people who I have interacted with online and you know you find the good parts of social media and you you find them in person. It's really it's really thrilling. Um you know uh, my good friends the Mr. and Mrs. Daft Prawn um, and and Greg McLaughlin, my my co-host, and I I, I shouldn't have started naming people because I'll I'll go endlessly without it. But <laughs> like I uh you know I saw Mike Cohen ahead of me in line with actually uh, Marie Claire, yep, right? Marie from Claire, yeah, from Force. What the Force, yeah. Um, and they were they were in line. I think they were actually in line for Bad Batch, and I like ran up and I'm like. 
you know, I'd interacted with Mike a couple times. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm Greg, I'm I on Canon. And, and uh, he's like, cool. I'm like, I bought that card from you. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, <laughs> and then we talked about Wampus Lair and I talked about, you know, Rebel Cells with he and Joe and, um, you know, uh, connecting with Mary Claire about what the force and it's like, yeah, it's, it's that like extra little, like, handshake that you're like yeah i'm cool right like i i I know Mm. your show or i know this show that we both enjoy or or what have you um and it always just kind of builds in this great way so celebration was this totally different experience for me this time Mm. around because it was all about finding people i knew and shaking hands with them um i like screamed at the star wars minute guys across an (laughs) aisle in the floor show and you would have thought like no, Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford were walking through, and it was just me being like, "Pete, Alex, like it's me." And of course, they don't know who I am, and why would they? Because, but I've listened to they them run. for you know <laughs> nine seasons, so yeah. uh, it's like, yeah, I've got to be just as excited. Well, maybe not just as excited, but pretty excited if it were if it were Mark and Harrison walking through the the place. So, I think you know, I I think having that kind of joy of the saga, having that kind of connection, I think that's what. podcasting has come to mean for me and just it's a really wonderful part of fandom i don't see myself slowing down at all and i've been really having fun uh hosting our show uh over on the rebel base card uh podcast feed where we're recapping uh different shows um and it's it's just growing great yeah i i mean i i've I, I knew this was going to be a, a nice conversation to have with you, even even if you, even if you were just still the way seeker of podcasts, like guesting <laughs> everywhere and everywhere. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, new and you and Greg have been doing the Rebel Base Card for quite a while now, and um, I've said it before, both when Greg's invited me on and, and when you've been on in the past. But I just I love the format you two have created. Um, I think, like you said, I mean there are just so many star wars podcasts today and and so many of them do exact same thing jason and i do right like they have their niche things about star wars they love to talk about each week it's like great there's there's hundreds of us now you know um yeah. so i think uh and i think that that's also just fine even if you, you just really love star wars and you're like i want to make a podcast because it's easy and i have friends that i want to do this with even if nobody's really listening to you right like i would still i would say to all those people keep doing it i mean i have to tell myself that too because uh uh <laughs> you know when you do it a long time. It's, it's hard to ignore numbers sometimes. Um, but I, you know, at the end of the day, if it's just an opportunity to talk with friends about it, I think that's that in and of itself is a win. Um, but all that to say folks coming into the game now, if you do for, in fact, have some sort of unique aspect to approaching star Wars, uh, I think that makes the show just stand out. And I, and while I don't listen to nearly as many shows as you do, uh, what you and Greg do at Rebel Base Card, just this question-based show where every week you come together to talk about these episodes and you all you do is prepare questions. Um, the questions are so insightful. And so many times you and Greg and your 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 eventual, um, your occasional hosts and stuff, co-hosts, sometimes you don't have answers, which is also really cool too. <laughs> um, uh, I just think it's such a unique format and it's... It's it's my favorite show to listen to right now, just because I it's the only format where I'm like I'm just I'm so excited for the next question. I mean, I always love the answers too, but I think there's a real I think there's a real talent and gift in asking good questions. Um, and uh, you you mentioned David W. Collins, who is my uh, I I idolize that man so much. I 
I'm, I'm still sad that I haven't had him on Wampus Lair in all these years. I've asked him so many times, um, but he's just very, very busy, which I totally get. We, we need him. Um, he's too professionally successful because he's like yes. moved away from his soundtrack show just right. because Lucasfilm is giving him so much work and it stinks. I mean, yeah. fire him, Lucasfilm. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah he's, he's getting what he has worked so hard for and, and so willingly deserves. Um, but he was just on uh, What the Force uh, with Marie Claire and – uh, talking about Willow and his, you know, do working on Willow and then just him sharing his insights on the show itself. And David W. Collins as well is one of these just really brilliant minds in star Wars. Um, and, uh, it just, the, the whole episode, I was just like grinning from ear to ear. I was, I was engaged. I was excited. And, uh, I, I, you know, I shared that and Marie Claire, who's very humble, was just like, Oh, I, I just asked questions, but there's such an art in asking questions, like being a good interview being able to give a good interview is such a, is such a skill. Um, and I think that's what I've always enjoyed about you when you've been on our show is it, it you just always by nature have really good questions. Um, and I love that even if I don't have answers, like I just, I love a good question. Um, and I, and that's, I guess one last thing I do want to mention then is just by listening to other shows, I get to learn so much more about Star Wars um, because there's so many people and, you know, is, as we've kind of indicated a couple of times throughout the episode, you know, for both of us growing up in Star Wars in those, quote, dark times, um, it was hard to find people to interact with. Um, and we, as a result, I think for myself, um, I was in an echo chamber for much of my fandom. It was just like my opinion and then my two cousins and I didn't really know anybody else's. Um, and now it's there's so many brilliant voices. And I, like you said, I mean, that's one of the great things, too, about all these Star Wars podcasts is there's just so many folks out there that are so brilliant about Star Wars. Um, so, you know, the, the shows that I continue to listen to, I listen to them mainly because I, the, the folks that are hosting it have a view of Star Wars that I just find incredibly profound and interesting and different from my own. Um and I think that's that's such a gift that Star Wars podcast, the Star Wars podcast world offers to the fan community. And uh, so when the sequel trilogy was coming out, my wife and I had to develop a tool because inevitably somebody at a party would ask me about Star Wars because it was just so much more in the public consciousness. And so we developed this thing where she would just squeeze my elbow when it was like, hey, like this crowd is done <laughs> with your Star Wars talk and, you know, you should move on. And um, and it, it is funny. Like, I, I get that way about the things I'm passionate about. Like, i so passionate about movies. I could talk movies endlessly with whoever brings them up. And, like, there just comes a point when it's like, the crowd is done. <laughs> like, like, you could keep going and you should stop. And And I just, I think podcasting is where I, like, all that energy, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 actually, for both of those, I, I listen to a ton of film podcasts and I listen to a ton of Star Wars podcasts. And in both cases, it's like, oh, like I think these are the coolest things in the world. I would talk about them endlessly. Nobody wants me to do that. All my social relationships would suffer. I'd lose my job. So I'll just listen to other people and enjoy it, and you know, interact with them on social media. And I, I think that is what what it is at its best is this kind of great celebration of of what we all love. Yeah. Um. Well, I think for right now, that's that, those were the majority of my my th thoughts and reflections on this. Um, was there anything else you wanted to mention? I wanted to hear about some new podcast <laughs> You're very that kind. you might be <laughs> thinking of starting. Well, thank you. I was I so um, 
this is that opportunity now in the show for those of you who don't care about future projects out of the Wampus Slayer. Um, uh, this is where you can turn off. <laughs> I mean, I hope you stay. Uh, uh, yeah, as Greg said, um, I'm going to actually be taking off a bit of time in February, even though the month's a short one to begin with. Um, and I'm going to start work on a new podcast. And over the, over the 11 years of Wampus Lair, uh, Greg, as you probably know, I have launched a couple other little podcasts along the way, most of which, most of which, all of which <laughs> have died out. I think the longest running one was six episodes. Um, Still waiting for the next solo cast. You were wearing <laughs> yeah. the t-shirt just yesterday. Come on. I know. I'm so, so embarrassed. <laughs> Um, so my, my track record's not been great, but this, this one I'm very excited about. I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, and, and, and got, got together asking some good friends questions and Greg being one of them, uh, because you are such a connoisseur of podcasts, I both star Wars and non star Wars that I can always rely on you for advice on what to do with podcasts. Um, so that said, uh, it'll launch on March the 1st, um, in almost exact celebration of the one-year anniversary of The Batman, the incredible Matthew Reeves movie. Well, incredible to me. Um, I am going to be starting something in a in a vein to like Star Wars Minute and all those other Minute Show podcasts. Um, what I'm going to be doing is uh, an eight-episode limited series uh, on The Batman. Uh, it's going to be released through, uh, you mentioned him earlier, uh, my pal Mike Cohen. Mike runs the Thunderquack Podcast Network. So it's going to be released through Thunderquack. Uh, and I appreciate all the help Mike's already given me to, to, to developing the show. Um, but each week of that podcast, uh, I've broke, because the Batman is a very long movie, um, which I know is one of fo- many folks' biggest complaints about it, uh, which is a very valid one. But uh, I've broken it up essentially into eight, eight episodes where you get to look at a sitcom's worth of the Batman. <laughs> so each week... Uh, my friend Amy, um, Amy's been on the Wampus Lair a couple of times with me to talk about the Batman. Um, and Amy's also an old high school friend. We've been friends since we were kids and, and recently reconnected because, uh, she loves all things geek as well. Um, so Amy and I are going to be doing a podcast called the bat and the cat. And, uh, starting March 1st, every week we will have an episode discussing, 20 minutes of the Batman. So if you loved the movie, the Batman, or even mildly clear, curious about revisiting it just 20 minutes a week at a time, uh, maybe you'll want to check out that show. Um, and uh, more updates will come uh, as March 1st approaches, but I'm very excited about that. So I'll be taking uh, the rest of February to kind of get to work on that, get started on that. Um, and then of course, March 1st is also the Mandalorian, which of course all of us are excited about. Um, and uh at that point, uh, moving forward, Jason and I are going to the Wampus Lair is going to become a, a biweekly episode uh, series a uh, series show. Wampus Lair is never going anywhere. So for those of you who are like, oh, no, does this mean no more Wampus Lair? Of course not. I love the Wampus Lair. Um, and uh, but as a result f- for myself, we'll be we'll be switching to uh, every other week episodes w- for the Wampus Lair starting in March. Um, and hopefully you'll continue to listen to us. I sit here, though, in amazement of you, Greg, who does two podcasts a week teaches full time, has two children, little children at that and a spouse. <laughs> and, uh, um, so, and yet for me, I can't handle two podcasts in one week. So I'll do one a week and, and, but make them both in every other week, uh, production. Um, but to that end, Greg, you are doing another podcast, which you're now in your second season of already, uh, with a mutual friend of ours. Uh, tell us about, tell us about your adventure into the wheel of time. Uh, friends a bit strong. Uh, my co-host, 
Tyler, uh, who is a dear friend. I just wanted to drag him. Not that he's listening this late into the episode, if he listened at all. <laughs> the first time he was on the show, the only time he was on the show when he came on to do New Jedi Order with me, at the end of it, he made, I think he said it on air. He just goes, yeah, I have to be honest. I've never actually listened to your show. I'm like, of course you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Tyler. Uh, but yes, he uh, he is obsessed with Wheel of Time and he uh, wanted to find a co-host who knew nothing about Wheel of Time. So he and I have been reading through those books. Uh, we're doing them roughly two chapters at a time. So season one lasted from, I think, June to December and was uh, the first book. And then we are now in book two, The Great Hunt. So uh, they are evergreen. So, um, you know, I know the television show is coming back around sometime soon. So if there's anybody in Wampa's Lair, land that is curious about wheel of time and wants to give the books a try um yeah it's it's a cool little book club format we just talk it through and he goes into all the lore and the things i should have paid attention to and i ask silly questions uh one of my wife's colleagues has been listening and she's like it's so funny how greg sees none of the big uh events coming i'm like yep that's that's me <laughs> so uh it's it's a lot of fun but it's uh it's called through the glass columns um which you can find uh wherever fine podcasts are sold um, and then I am uh, guesting for the foreseeable future on uh, Batch for Breakfast. Uh, we're halfway through the new season of Bad Batch, and then I believe we're continuing on for Mandalorian. But I do not know the breakfast-related title that Greg has chosen <laughs> for that show yet. So, uh, But that's on the Rebel Base card feed uh, with Greg McLaughlin. So please uh, come check us out. We have a, a good time. And I think Carl's on this week. I'm supposed to confirm with you. Going to be on that show? Uh, don't know. I haven't been asked. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. He, Greg Greg is definitely planning on you being on. So, Uh-oh. All right. Well, I didn't know. Oh. Well, right. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to connect with Greg. But anyway. We'll have we'll, a message you. Yeah. We'll be on soon. If not this week, in yeah, an yeah, yeah. upcoming week, yes. Carl will jump on and do some Bad Batch with us. Absolutely. And and as I said earlier, I love being on the show. So I, And I love that my only prep is, oh, I have to come up with questions? Okay. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, you just you just watch the episode once and ask some questions. It yeah. couldn't be simpler. <laughs> um, so I think that's going to do it for us here on this wonderful Star Wars podcast day of 2023. Um, again, Greg, really appreciate you being on. Um, remind everybody one last time your social media contacts. Uh, geez, uh, I'm barely on social media anymore. <laughs> um, I am on, you can find me on Instagram at IonCanon, E-Y-E-O-N-C-A-N-O-N. I abandoned Twitter and tried Hive Social, but that seems to have died. So find me on Instagram at IonCanon. <laughs> uh, I love Instagram personally. It's just, it's just fun. And I love, I love your Instagram because you're as a, since you're a collector, you're always fun to watch because you find the cool stuff and you also have so many neat displays. So it, it's always a, it's always enjoyable when there's a new Ion Cannon post on my on my Instagram. So uh, certainly be sure to follow it, and of course follow us. Um, we are on Instagram as well at the Wampas Lair. Uh, we are still on Twitter. We are not very active on there, to be fair, but we are still there at Wampas Lair. And as always, you're welcome to email us at wampaslairpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us for the for this 503rd episode of the Wampas Lair podcast. For Greg, I'm Carl, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampas Lair. Oh,